What's up, y'all? It is Dubs Grubs back again for episode two of Grub Talk. Y'all, as y'all know, Grub Talk is going to be basically my little form of an interview platform. I'm going to be bringing in different foodies, different food influencers, restaurant owners, business owners, and any and everybody in the food space. Um, it'll start out as Dallas Fort Worth, but I am going to be branching out and doing people from all over. I'm going to be collabing with people from all over. I'm really, really, really excited. If you haven't tuned into the first episode, pause this, go back and check that out. I linked up with foodie, uh, Miss Taylor, uh, the fine foodie, and we talked about some stuff. I also revealed some secret, uh, plans I got coming up. So, uh, definitely go back, check that episode out. We had a lot of fun. Um, and I'm just excited for where this show has to come. So, um, we have a really great guest today. I'll get into that in a second, but just know the guests are coming. I want to know what you guys want to see. Who do you want to see? Um, I have one, a guest today from one of my favorite places in the Metroplex. Next episode, I have one of, uh, one of my, a good friend, foodie friend, um, well-respected, huge page, huge following, um, doing big things in the food world. Uh, I'll, I'll, you know, drop that later. I have another friend who he's, uh, you know, I, I just have another people there in different spaces. They're here to bring a lot of uh, stuff. So a lot of big stuff coming. Uh, today, I dropped a, um, today I dropped a, a post about wings. So I want to ask y'all, what is y'all favorite wings, man? What are y'all favorite wings? Um, I'm um I was normally a lemon pepper person. But y'all folks out in Memphis? Memphis? Y'all got something crazy, okay? Memphis gold or honey gold, I believe the official term is honey gold. But because there are people in Memphis uh that have come to Texas, they call it Memphis gold, which that works with me. You feel me? That works, you know, that works with me. So um Memphis Gold for sure is it might be my new favorite flavor. Uh it's phenomenal. It it, it tastes really good. Um uh, it's a nice wet rub. And and yeah, I'm not a few huge fan of hot wings, buffalo, because some a lot of the time places don't give you spice. They or flavor, they just give you spice. They just make it real hot, stuff like that. Um so yeah, a place that I'm a huge fan of. Um uh, Harris House of Heroes, they actually, they actually do a honey ranch, uh, honey ranch wing. I don't even like ranch, but the honey ranch is crazy. Okay. So I would definitely recommend y'all to check them out. So now we're going to wait a second. Uh, I'm going to bring in honey gold, Memphis gold. If you've never tried it, check it out. It's like a barbecue, honey, mustard, tangy, sweet flavor, but man, it is amazing. If you, uh, you know, so if you haven't had it before, definitely check it out. Try it out. You won't regret. Uh, so what I'm going to go ahead and do is we're going to wait. We'll take a pause real quick and we will be back when uh, our guest, our special guest, Mr. Mel, the owner, founder, head chef, lead chef of Bear Creek Barbecue is with us. to say thank y'all for uh you know giving me some time to you know join my podcast i'm glad to see everybody out here um i'm gonna let you guys introduce yourselves and then i'll kind of go into how we're gonna do everything terrence wines pitch master 
All right. And uh we all right, so everybody, these are the the owners of Pitmaster Headchef, everything going on with Bear Creek Barbecue. If you guys have not been out to Bear Creek Barbecue, this spot is in Glen Heights, Texas, which is uh, a little south of kind of Dallas, I guess you would say. Uh, but amazing. One of my favorite spots easily. Um I just <laughs> I just reviewed their junkyard dog. I mean, it's a uh, it's a five pound baked potato. That <laughs> man, it's got <laughs> brisket links. Uh, I wasn't think chicken. Um, what was it? Pulled pork on there too, and then top beef, real butter, sour bacon. cheese, chives, and real bacon. Real chives, real bacon. We won't do the dehydrated or the imitation here. It's all real deal. It was amazing. Uh, and I have to say, to be honest, my favorite thing to this day on y'all's menu has to be the chopped beef sandwich. I mean, yeah, I, mean yeah. like, size, like, just, I remember I got it and I was, it was like, it was so much like falling apart. I was just like, this is amazing. I love it. I, that's what I recommend everybody to get whenever I uh, go to you guys' place. Um, that's definitely a go-to for me. You guys have any favorites, like personal favorites of your menu? Yeah. I'm a pulled pork man myself. Okay. okay. I'm an oxtail one. Oxtail. Yeah. So for, for, for me, it's probably gonna be the, the brisket. Brisket out for me. Okay. Okay. Brisket, brisket will be my favorite anyway. You can get it. We we do it a couple of different ways. So. What ways you know, ways y'all do it? Chop, slice. We do burn ins on occasion. You know, if, if we got them available and they're going to be right, we do have them on occasion. Okay. So uh, we, we do it a number of different ways. Okay. It's funny uh, she had mentioned oxtail because I was going to mention that your oxtails are famous. That's what put me on to, like, y'all's restaurant. I've started seeing so many people on Sundays posting the oxtail. And I'm like, bro, where is this place? Where are y'all getting it? Because, you know, it's hard to find good oxtail. Yeah, that's Keisha. That's Keisha cooking right there. That's Keisha all day. Well, bravo. You're doing that's your That's Keisha cooking all day right there. I love it. And I, I definitely, that's that's one of the, the biggest sellers that people hit me up about. Where can I find good oxtail? Yeah. You guys are always my number one uh, so, choice. Say, Dub, you dropped your first plate, didn't you? You dropped your first plate, huh? You said you had your first plate and you was trying to get it on video and something happened to it, huh? Yeah. Well, I felt, I felt bad for that. I said, oh, oh man, he missed that, boy. I felt bad for that. Yeah, and it happens. I, I try to be – I get so anxious when I see the food and it's smelling good, it looks good. I'm trying to hurry up and take pictures and I end up going too fast, knocking something over and – I was hurt. I was. I was. Yeah, I, I was. I was hurt for you. But look, check it out. Did you? Yeah. Have you ever checked out the smoke catfish over no. over dirty rice on Fridays? That's something we do. We do smoke catfish. We don't the barbecue place do smoke catfish over dirty rice. That's not a side. That's how it comes. Yeah. With two sides, so you can get your brock and cheese, your mac and cheese, your uh, beans, your greens, your green beans. You can get all of it. You know, with the smoked catfish, but that's only on Fridays. That's a special on Fridays. That's what's on the line on Fridays. On Sunday, it's the oxtails. So every Friday, smoked catfish on Catfish Fridays. Every Sunday is going to be your oxtails. That's okay. what we got on the line. I saw that it was. I saw that you had Catfish Friday. I didn't know it was smoked. I gotta check. I'm gonna have to we check. Do it fr- we do it fried and smoked. Okay. 
Okay. Catfish, I, 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 catfish every day. Whole catfish. Catfish steak. Catfish filet. Straight out of Louisiana. It, it comes straight out of Louisiana, out the boot. We go to the boot and get the catfish and bring it back. It's straight out the boot. So my listeners, y'all can see why this is one of my favorite spots. We started with barbecue. We had the smoked catfish. I'm definitely regular catfish, smoked catfish. It works. Smoked catfish. We're a barbecue place, so we smoke yeah. catfish. Yeah. It and it's right. a lot of people don't want to do smoked catfish. They, you know, most people will fry it, but it's most people. I think it's because they're using. Uh, the, what's it called? Sway. Okay. 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 That's what's up. So, all right. Can y'all tell me how, can you tell me a little bit for my followers? I know I talked to you a little bit about it, Mel, but how did you guys, you know, kind of get started with this and get to where you guys are right now? Cause y'all, every time I come by the door, is, it's always busy. There's people in and out. So it, it seems like everything's going well. So how, how did you guys kind of get started with everything? Uh, I mean, how much time do you have? We got as much time. How, how long you want? I mean, how like, long do you want to go, bro? It's as long as you want. I got a, I got up to an hour on here. We had we had about five minutes, so we we got play. We got we gonna definitely get to thirty, and that that should be all we need. But if you want to go for okay, it, look, I want this, all the details. Basically, basically, how we started were neighbors. We were neighbors, next door neighbors, next door neighbors. Okay. That barbecue, yeah that barbecue so after some time after some time went on and you know we began to barbecue together and um eventually stepped up to smoke on the street the rolling pit we started on the block you know on the corner fool the pit ghetto club in south dallas oh yeah. blues Palace, south dallas on malcolm yeah. x uh you know, um, other spots we hit. Strip club Saturday nights. Uh, you know, you know, just we got it off the block, basically. Yeah, that's how we started. You know, um, we had, and, and during that, you know, we took a lot of bumps and bruises along the way. Like we would cook at night and pull at day, but when it's 100 and some degrees in the day in Texas, it may not be the best time to yeah. pull a hot pit. So we yeah. started going out at night and, you know, just, Days that we ended up in places we never thought we'd be. We stop and get gas. People buy sandwiches. Um, we'd end up at a, a senior. What no assisted living was it? It wasn't. Yeah, it was yeah, assisted yeah, living. Yeah, uh, you know, by being at the gas yeah. station, somebody from the assisted living place said, "Hey, come over here." You know, we we like barbecue too. Um, so we ended up there a whole summer, every Saturday, every Saturday at that place. Um, you know, that's where we spend it for a whole summer. And doing that, we built up a following, a, a, a good enough following to where people say, hey, where y'all place at? Want y'all get a place? And, you know, we weren't sure about that at first because, you know, everybody says that, but yeah. who's yeah. who's going to come through? Who's going to really show up? And uh, fortunately enough, we, we got to that point where we could get a place. Yeah. And we got to that point where we felt that we had enough following and we had enough instances of people willing to back us yeah. with places, you know, that wasn't just saying, Hey, y'all good. Y'all come here. Like I mentioned the ghetto club, uh, Mr. Tommy rest in peace. He's gone now. Uh, he let us come to his spot and move cars out the way for us. His parking paying customers that were in their party. He would yeah. stop the party DJ and tell them to come move their cars. 
so we could bag the pit in, then charge us a dime, then ask for nothing. Off, we tried to give him something. All he wanted was a little link sandwich that we sell at that time um, that we were getting for Alabama. That's all he wanted. He didn't want nothing else. And we did that for a summer. And um, Mr. Tommy, his club was in the what they call Dead Man's Curve. What is that, child? Car line. Car line. It was on the car line. Okay. And uh, he got bought out by the new gentrification or transformation of the highway that they put through the 45 South. And he said, hey, I want you guys to find a building in Oak Cliff, standalone building. Uh, uh, we've done the deal and I'm going to put a half, make sure it have a kitchen in there because he knew we rolled in Oak Cliff and South Dallas. He said, make sure it have a kitchen in there and I want y'all to be in there. Y'all in there. Find me a place. Just anything. Y'all going to be, hey, y'all going to be all right. And this was on a Friday. He told us this. Yeah. On a Friday. He hadn't seen us a long time. We were so busy that we hadn't got back, get a chance to get back by there. We hadn't just, we were so busy. And when we saw him, he was happy to see us. And that made us feel good that night. That let us know that, hey, we really, you know, about to make a move. We're really about to make a step. So that next Tuesday, we went over there to see Mr. Tommy to talk to him. And he wasn't there. One of his customers came and told us that Mr. Tommy had died the next day, that Saturday, after he told Let's us call, that. Sir. Thank you. So, you know, that was a, a big shock for us. But, you know, in the meantime, yeah. immediately when he told us that, we started looking for a building, looking for a place, and looking for a place. Yeah. And thought we had found one, and we would tell him the news. And he had died the next day. That was our original going to be uh, going financially back us a hundred percent. Yeah. So that's yeah. how the you know the idea of a standalone. That, that know, somebody you know, Mr. Tommy. First of all, you know, long as this guy been in business and been in his location, if he was willing to go with us, you know, we we really needed to go. We really need to make a move. And um, like you mentioned earlier on, we were neighbors. We in Glen Heights, you know, Keisha from South Dallas. I'm from Oak Cliff. Terrence is from Louisiana, you know, and, and we were neighbors and we were living here. This was our community. This was a pizza place and then it was another place and we were here. It was no liquor store here. It was no tobacco shop here. Um, there was no beauty supply at that time. Basically, it was the donut shop and Bear Creek. Um, yeah. We were in this strip center. And we yeah. just said, hey, why why stretch ourselves out and looking for a place when it's a place right here? You yeah. know, it's a small place. We can get it yeah. here to be basically get it to go. We put in some tables and just, you know, go from there. And initially, this was just going to be strictly barbecue, beans, and potato salad. I mean, yeah. the, the line up front, this was all Keisha's idea. Yeah. With the, the hot meal, the, the the plate lunches every day was her idea. You want to tell them how you came up with it? Yeah, Keisha came up with the junkyard dog. I came up I with the junkyard dog. Actually, I came up with creaming the potatoes. Because I used to live in South Dallas. And I get a potato, a small potato. They just give me a, a chunk, of, chunk of this chunk of butter, chunk of this, 
by the time I creamed the potato, oh man, I ain't got nothing in the potato. I need some more sour cream. I need some more butter. Yeah. So I said, you know what? Yeah. We're going to cream our potatoes. We're not going to have invitation bacon bits. We're not going to have invitation chives. Sure. Everything's going to be real. I used to cook at my jobs. My husband used to get mad all the time because I take our leftovers to work. You know, <laughs> but that, hey, those same people right now today follow me. Yeah. Because I take our leftovers to work and feed them and I started selling potatoes, creamed potatoes, selling potatoes. Uh, they they get together. They used to get mad at me a lot of times, you know, because they'll bring me some beef, and I wouldn't even give them the money from the the, <laughs> the earnings that I made. But you know, hey, I I give them the props for it because they know I ain't you know barbecue. I mean, smoked any meat. Yeah. I never knew about smoking any meat until I met Romeo. We used to do a lot of barbecue, and I never ate sliced beef until I met Romeo. When these two got together, they helped together, but they just like Fred and um, Greg. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> From Sanford and Son, man. Her mama was a good thing, man. Fred and Greg. Like I said, we pull a pit on the street, man. You'll be amazed. I think I mentioned to you, you'll be amazed the people you meet and the skills you learn by running into different types of people, man. It just. You know, being out there with the people, that's that's how kids got to start, at the job, with the people. So being out there with the people, you know, it, it really helped us to get in here and to to have a little bit of that down. And we still not prepared for everything that come in here, believe me. We're not prepared for everything that come in here. But, you know, that helped us along few, a few and far steps along, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we try not to take many shortcuts. You know what I mean? You know, big thing riding in now, like like you mentioned, SWAT. You know, it's it's cheaper to uh, to to get, and you know, you the profit margin is higher, but the quality is not there. I don't like it. You know what I mean? Um, so we use real catfish. A lot of people uh, they'll buy brisket. You know, especially for the price of beef being as high as it is now, they'll mix uh, bucket beef. You know what I mean? With uh, a brisket. We don't do things like that. Um, we are premium sausages, down home sausage. It's um, it's uh, only made and shipped regionally. Hard to find here in Texas. So we have to go to Louisiana at least once a month. to just to, They don't ship enough. So we have to go get it. Just to get sausage because we want to keep everything consistent. You know, we don't, we don't use, you know, not to you know, the same what anybody else you, but I mean, ours is that's what it is. I mean, it it grades high, people like it, so that's what we stick to. Even we can't get it, we'll travel to get it, you know. Yeah. So we try not to take shortcuts. Uh, a lot of people use canned cheese and things like that. We use the regular block cheese, still use block cheese. Yeah. You know, try to keep everything the way that her mother used to do, it, you know. Yeah. And we which the front end is everything is actually home cooked. No, no, no cans. It's actually fresh vegetables. Yeah. That's man. I mean, I got, I kind of got some mental notes from what y'all are saying, but I mean, you can taste the quality. You can taste the extra effort, the extra mile that it's clear that you guys are going. I mean, it, it's remarkable. So I, I definitely can tell 
um, that you guys are doing these things, and it it, it it shows. It shows in your food. It shows in the lines. Um, one thing I wanted to highlight for a lot of my uh, the people that I, that I have following me, I have a, a pretty good crowd, and I have a lot of people that are caterers or people that cook that are trying to take that next step into the business. And there were two things that y'all said that kind of stuck out, probably two or three things y'all said that really, really stuck out to me. And I, I actually have emphasized this to my customers. So hearing it from you guys who are kind of doing what they're wanting to do is really, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear. But the first one was consistency. I noticed you said when you were outside, it was every Saturday. It was all the time. It was consistent to where people got used to you. They built a following and they started to expect you to be there at the different locations. So a lot of people that I work with, they'll 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 hire me. They'll have me come out. I'll make a post. The post would do great, bring a lot of business in. And then they start being inconsistent. And it's like people are hitting me up like, hey, that post you posted, can I go get that today? Uh, I, and I'm like, uh, nah, they they didn't decide to cook this week. Well, when do they normally cook? You got to follow them for details. And they're kind of just like, so it's just a guessing game. And I'm like, exactly. like You know, like I'm trying to help the business, but they're, you know, being inconsistent with their work and things like that. It can kind of hurt them. And the second thing you guys said was getting out in front of the to the people. Um, a lot of these businesses there, I don't know. And I know everybody starts somewhere. But that whole I'm in the, you know, I'm in the that whole I'm in the, the house kind of thing. Us being as small as we are, mm -hmm. that we have, you know, the cleanup, the cleanup is all us. The prep is all us. The shopping is all us. So, it, you know, it, it takes and I have a full time job. Um, one of the things starting out, Keisha was have been in mortgage for 20 plus years. Yeah. And the month before we opened up, she got laid off for mortgage that she had been doing. And hey, my my words were as long as I could help, you don't have to work for nobody else. Mm -hmm. You know, work for yourself. We, you know, as long as I'm alive, I don't want you to have to do that. You know, just to walk in and say, hey, Here's your severance package. Bye-bye. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's what happened. So, Romel, he was able to to be uh, more financially um, efficient and to be able to maneuver some things around where he was able to quit his full-time job yeah. to to focus on this. And even with that, you know, it's, it's difficult. So, I mean, the consistency... It's not an easy thing to do, you know. Advice for me. I, I couldn't give anyone that type of advice. Advice because I don't know what they're dealing with on their end. Mm -hmm. What it takes for them to be consistent. Yeah. You know, is it is it a commitment thing? Is it a capital thing? Is it a family? It's hard for me to say. Yeah. Um, the first year, I mean, honestly, the first year, we took no salary. From Bad Creek, yeah. zero, zero. The only the only um, uh, funds that we we collected from Bad Creek was when we would do catering events. That was it. Other than that, our employees we have uh, 
for uh, part-time employees. You know, and they, uh, hell, they getting paid and we we weren't, you know what yeah. I mean? But that, but that was just the building of the brand, you know? Yeah. So it, it's a, it was a big sacrifice. But, you know, now... It's still hard work. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah, sacrifice. It's, it's very hard. You know, hard. It's not easy. We still small. And we, we're not perfect. Yeah. And we still, yeah. you know, make mistakes or whatever, you know, here and there. Everything is not perfect, but everything is a sacrifice. You got to, you know, sacrifice a lot of stuff, your family, your time, your everything. Yeah. You know, or whatever. But yeah. really I mean, it's worth it, but it's just a sacrifice. Because it's something we all enjoy doing, Steve. Yeah. Still enjoy. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, when we... Uh, read positive reviews, positive posts, and you know what you did is the shout out. Say, man, it put a smile on everybody's face. You know what yeah, I mean? And you know, and when that happens, then you know the the doors just keep coming open and open. Like, man, yeah, you know, I'm very thankful for you because after you left out of here with that JYD, that next day our line was down there by the donut shop, yeah. down by the donut shop, and they waited. You know, and they waited and, patiently. And, because, you know, sometimes, you know, hey, we can only cook what we can cook. So we tell them, hey, be an eye on potatoes. Hey, here's my phone number. Call me when it's ready, you know. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I, that is, I, with with everything I do, what y'all have said just then, that is my most favorite thing of, about everything that I do with the dubs, grubs, and stuff. And I mean, it just it makes me feel so good to see that my posts really have an effect on people's lives. Oh, it did, man. No doubt about that. And I and I love to see it because my my whole I'll give a little a quick background about how I got into this page. It started out as me trying to just try different food. I, I was a very routine person. I would eat like the same four fast food spots every week, um, and I, I and I eventually I got tired of that. And once I built up a page, I started going to different places. People started following me. I had I had a woman come up to me. Um, her business is still doing really well. She was about to quit. And I had just, you know, this was before I was like, you know, doing anything for money or any paid stuff. I just was posting stuff free, pretty much for free. And I saw her at the farmer's market and she kind of like teared up a little bit. And was just like, I think I'm going to quit. The line was empty. You know, it was, I don't know, it was a black woman. Some just told me to go over there. And I ordered her food. It was a vegan spot. And I mean, the food was phenomenal. I posted it on my page. And she then called me the next week. She said, the week that you came, next week I was planning on quitting and being done with this because it just wasn't successful and nothing like that. Since you've posted me, I've had so much business that, I, I can't go, like, I'm going to continue this. And and here we are two years later, and she's now, she's still doing the business. She's left Texas and expanded and all type of stuff. So hearing stories like that is great. I had a spot today that, that is doing really well, and um, the owner just called me, and she was like, this is our busiest day since we've opened. And she was just like, thank you. Like, this has been, a, like, she was like, I got to go quick. But because uh, the line is out the door, but it's just like, thank you. And so I really do love hearing that. I love seeing that my page and platform have an effect. And um, and I my, my followers gonna show up. They're gonna show up for the good, with the good food. And 
I've heard so many good reviews from you guys. Um, a lot of people were giving me the side eye when I posted your page because it's a little south of Dallas. And I, for some reason, I've accumulated a lot of followers up north. Where are you from? Where are you from, Dub? You from I'm, here? So I'm originally from Los Angeles, California. But so I, I moved, my parents moved to Arlington before I started high school. So I've been in Arlington and now I live downtown Dallas. I have no clue how I got all these North Dallas followers. Because when I like, not a lot of them. <laughs> I like just just like you said, you got the side eye when people when you when you said it was south of Dallas, that's the stigma. Before people move here, wherever they come from, y'all stop moving here. I mean, come on, but don't stop jamming <laughs> up the roads and wrecking yeah, yeah, yeah. out. And, you know, just come on, man. But when you say that, everybody tends to move north. North Dallas, far north Dallas, north, north, north. Northeast, northeast. East, east, but no one moves south. So yeah. it's just to be said, you know, it's a stigma. That's all it is. Yeah. They coming from Bristol, Plano, Allen, all those places. That, yeah. that means they just like to have good cooking and good good eating. You know, some people like they'll drive that far to support a black person if they're good, you know. Yeah. Not even that I mean not even say the black. I mean, you know, just say black, but you know, there's you know, go for good food, support good food. Yeah. And and that was and so because my my North Dallas followers will always be like, you always post stuff in the South. You always post stuff in the South, post some more stuff in the North. And I'm just like, I mean, I'm going to find the spots, but it is people ask me and I'm going to always tell them the South, the South Dallas, South of Dallas, that whole just Dallas area, the best food in the Metroplex by far. Um and I just like you have to if you if you gonna follow my page you gotta be willing to go to these places because I'm gonna find the spot I don't put place them anywhere but so many people have hit me up saying like this is gonna be far you sure I should make this drive it better be worth it and then I'll hear back from them the next day like thank you for putting me on this spot I'm going right. in a couple of days and yeah. the food phenomenal speaks for itself um, that I remember when I tried the strawberry lemonade um, I put. Nothing like it, Jack. I was like, I, I was walking to my car, put my straw in, and I'm just like, this food is gonna be amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was great. That's the perfect mix. Wait till, uh, you know, we always thought about, um, cause we do stuff. We do crawfish boils. We do, um, you know, different, different things pre-pandemic. We haven't been able to do our thing, but. We, we do stuff like that. And, man, that uh, peach tea, strawberry lemonade, or the hurricane, those drinks right there, oh, they'll get you through, man. They'll Amazing. get you through. Amazing. You will have something left for later. If you want to water it down, you can wait to water down. The ice not going to change it. It's not going to change the flavor, change the strength. It's just going to make it more, more mellow. You know, it's going to be what you need. It's going to get you through, man. Um, so yeah, that was that that was amazing. I mean, all the this is probably the only spot I think everything has gotten five stars. Um, it's like maybe two other spots I can think of that I've had multiple things and like everything has been five. So kudos to y'all. Keep doing what y'all are doing. Um, I wanted to thank y'all for coming on my my show for me. I'm, I'm still getting used to it, but like I said, I want to bring out as many people, interview people, and. Yeah. 
y'all have anything y'all want to, uh, you know, any other things y'all want to share before we uh, get ready to sign off? Um, close Tuesdays and Wednesdays. <laughs> you know, for now, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Uh, we started out Thursday through Sunday. We expanded to now uh, Thursday through Monday. Um, Oxtails is on Sundays only. Sundays only is, is the Oxtails uh, for now. You know, like I said, and our menu is steady, um, uh, evolving and, and expanding, you know. Uh, and we also do catering for anything. Yeah, I mean, we, we do cater. fruit tables. We do all that. Yeah. Weddings, fruit tables, repasses, we cater. We we cater, period. We're actually yeah. in a in a in a partnership with Sacred Funeral Home on it's in uh, Cedar Hill, Texas, you know, for repasses yeah. and we handle all of their uh repasses and catering needs. Okay as well. So definitely. So uh, you know, so y'all heard it here. If y'all y'all need any catering, y'all wanna just get a good piece of food i mean good food i mean barbecue soul food they even got the seafood and trust me when i tell you i'm not somebody that just says stuff to say it the food is amazing the drinks are amazing definitely check them out um you won't regret it i think we're all we're all good so, so you're gonna be on every 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 wednesday i'm gonna try to have a grub top a grub top episode drop every single wednesday Every Wednesday. Okay, we'll be able to check them out. But uh, hey, if anybody have any have any questions or anything, you know, they can reach out to us, 972-223-2968. 972-223-2968. Um, Square will be coming online where you can order through Square. We're on Uber, Uber, uh, Grubhub, and uh, uh, that's it, right? Yeah. Uber and Grubhub. So, um, you know, it's we, we're always growing. We're just trying to grow the brand and grow the business and, and keep growing up. All right. Well, thank y'all for, for giving me this time. Uh, y'all make sure y'all show up, show out like y'all been. Right. I appreciate y'all. All right. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right. I'll see y'all later.